What up, what up, what up? Welcome to this episode of Nonsensical Knowledge. I'm here with my man and my brother, Joe Kinney. What's good, bro? How are you, sir? It's good to be on. Thank you. I appreciate it. What's good, man? How are you? I'm hanging in there today. Good, dude. Uh, for anybody listening, uh, Joe is the uh, owner of Straight Razor Society, uh, located at 99 Broad Street in Waterford, New York. Um, full service barbershop. Yes, sir. We do it all, shoe shines included. Sweet, sweet. So tell me a little bit about it, bro. So like, uh, like when... When did you, as a, like, let's, let's take it a step back first. When did you realize you wanted to cut hair? Man, um, I was pretty young. Uh, my mother cut hair when I was about 11. I kind of jumped into it just because my brother was a pain in the butt and needed haircuts all the time. So kind of jumped in early and tried my luck. My mom was pretty cool about it, you know. She uh, she fixed a lot of bad haircuts, but uh, <laughs> that's fine. That's funny, man. When yeah. I was when I was young and my mother was cutting my hair, dude, I had the bowl cut. Oh man, the bowl cut was a staple in our family. Every person, girl and boy, we all had it, man. Everybody, dude. You know, it's like a fucking tradition. If you didn't have a bowl cut, dude, you ain't cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like a super quintessential '90s skateboard haircut, you know. So that's funny. So where so where did it all start, man? So how old were you? All right, so I was 11. I uh, picked up the clippers to cut my brother's hair. My mom handed me a set, old cheap set of clippers. They probably didn't work just because, you know, they were old and sitting around and she... What year was this? Oh, man, 11. Do you remember? Like, I know. Uh, no, let's see here. I could definitely do the math quick. Uh, I was 11. I was born in 89, so we'll say 90. So 2001, uh, I was living in Green Island, New York. No At, kidding. Yeah, like seventh grade. Yep. Dude, yep. I seen some old pictures, dude. I was looking. Listen, I was looking through your Facebook the other day, right? And, oh uh, boy! Remember when I sent you that picture of like the Straight Razor Society? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> flyer, dude, yep. to see if the information was accurate. <laughs> dude, I was scrolling through some of your pictures before the beard, before oh. the <laughs> before the long hair, dude. Man. I loved it, dude. It reminded me of me. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> when I was young and dumb, <laughs> I peacocked a lot. You know, I peacocked a lot when I was a kid. I uh, I like the bright stuff. I like the crazy hair. Well, dude, it's it's tra- you know it's translated into fucking some good stuff. You're fashionable, dude. You fucking get into all the the sneakers and the. Oh yeah, I appreciate that. The, fan- uh, the fancy suits and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like to look nice. It's, so, it's fun. Getting getting back to it, what do you? So you were how old? Uh, I was eleven. Two thousand and one. Okay, so and and now it's it all started from cutting family's hair and cutting your brother's hair and yeah, yeah, little so brother. When did when did you decide uh, decide that you want to like go to school for it and shit? You know that was something that I kind of struggled with for a while because uh, you know my mom was definitely a guiding force there, but uh, she she does the same thing for a living. You know I took it from her, but she kind of always wanted I guess better for me. Right. She wanted me to do something that. Uh, was a little more stable money-wise, uh, didn't rely so much on the word of someone else, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and that, that was definitely tough for a little bit because, uh, you know, I wanted to appease my mother. I wanted to do right by myself and try to make something good of myself, but I always seem to kind of come back to, you know, my roots in that sense. I like to, I like to cut hair. It's creative. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, you sure. get to talk to people, you know, it's a different art form. <clears throat> yeah, you definitely. I, mean? definitely. I, I see some of the, uh, the pictures you post, man, and some of the, the styles that people go with. And I'm like, damn, it's like not my thing, but at the same time, it's like, holy shit, that takes skill. You know, listening oh, to my, yeah. listening to my son, dude, he's like, Oh dude, I need a, a fucking taper. <laughs> I need, <laughs> I need, I need this. I need that. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Dude, just give me a high and tight fade. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? But 
different generation, you know. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I shit you not, man. I, I think it was it had to be yesterday, but I want to say two days ago for some reason. This kid, probably twelve years old. He, you know, he just looked like how I fi- figure I looked when I was twelve, just right. kind of clueless doofy. and yeah. doofy and riding a scooter. You know, it was, it was, it was trying to find your way, man. Right, right. It it was very uh, eerily reminiscent of my childhood seeing this kid come up my walk. Yeah. You know, that's and, funny. Uh, he walks in. He was like, "What's up, fam? How you doing?" And that, that automatically caught me off guard. Like, okay, this kid's probably a little more hip to the game than I'm giving him credit for. You know? Yeah, for sure. It's it's different different world out there. Oh, now, it's crazy. Bro. You know. So wow. he sits down and uh, he goes, "Hey, uh, all right. So I want a low taper with a medium fade, and uh, I want you to point cut the top." I'm like, "Jesus, man! You know as much about cutting hair as I do. Where did you get that from? You know?" Bro, it's it's actually part of the culture right now, dude. These these kids, man, like especially with Instagram and shit. It's oh, yeah. like it's all over. Definitely, you know? like definitely. I, you and my son were talking about what's that that uh that young cat there? What was it, Cam Mahar? Oh yeah, shout out Cam Mahar over at uh, Fractal um, on Congress Street. Zach Ramsey, uh, yeah. Cam Mahar. I can't think. Right now, off the top, who the third barber is there. But shout out to Fractal, New York, over there on Congress Street in Troy, New York. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's young. You know how old he is? Oh, <clears throat> uh, Cam, I think he's like 16, man. 16, and, dude. And he's been doing it a while. You know, same kind of story as me. I believe his mother cuts hair as well. Blowing up, too. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. The kid's a prodigy, you know? Fucking blowing up. Yeah, and that's and that's what I mean, though, is, is like a lot of these kids are following. Mm. Like, you know, and, and even you, man, you're a little bit younger than I am. You know what I mean? So I'm 32. You're what, 28? Uh, no, I'm, I'll be 31 December. Oh, shit. Yep, Holy yep, fuck, yep. dude. So you're not that far behind me. <laughs> no, nah, I just got a baby face, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been told the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like, I mean, with that being said, you know, like there's this younger movement, you know what I mean, behind sure. everybody wants to be a barber. You know yep. what I mean? I asked you a couple of weeks ago if you could apprentice or anything like that because yep. my son is like, won't shut the fuck up about it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, dude, we'll figure it out. You know, I would give a big, uh, uh, you know, a word of advice to anybody out there trying to be a barber. Um, start a little, young. Just a little closer on the mic. Oh, bro. sorry. There you go. Yeah, Perfect. start young, man. Um, if you're cutting hair, even if you just got a couple buddies that want to let you try it with a, a pair of shitty clippers you got from Walmart, you know, do your thing, man. Uh, find your, your passion and what you're doing, whether it be cutting hair or whatever the hell else you're doing, you know. Uh, I I happen yeah. to like it in hair, and if you're creative and maybe you don't know how to draw a picture, but you know how to work some clippers, fuck yeah, dude. put that to work, man. Yeah, yeah come bro. on, see me. Yeah. Yo, manifest that shit. You know what I mean? You Absolutely. Gotta, you gotta want it. So, like, I mean, so take me down the road, Joe. Take mm-hmm. me down the road of <clears throat> obviously starting. You know what I mean? And then you going to school. So yep. tell everybody what what education you do have in in that field all right yeah so uh i went to uh the orlo hair school over on uh let's see north allen in uh, albany behind cafe italia shout out to miss alice and andrew and uh rick and angela they're a super good school you know it was uh actually a cosmetology school so i um i had known a lot about cutting men's hair beforehand from you know just practice and kind of on the job training growing up doing it right for sure so I decided, my mom and I kind of shot the shit about it, and I decided it was probably best that I got my uh, cosmetologist degree. Cause, um, it kind of opens you up a little bit, right, right? Right, You're able to do color, even if it's on guys. You know, you, the, yeah. Some guys want color. You want to be able to do a perm if a guy wants it. Or So now, under, like being, and I started to interrupt you, <clears throat> but no, now being a barber, 
you're not allowed to do those things like you're not allowed like you're not allowed to what charge for those things or you're not allowed to so facilitate that it's yeah it's kind of a weird thing because the way that the licensing board or committee whatever you want to call them has set this whole thing up is that they've really separated uh the whole the whole industry from being as creative or or being as um <clears throat> i guess crafty as they can you know right Right. Um, a lot of barbers, you know, same barbers we were just talking about. Um, these, a lot of these guys are um, doing stuff with with color that's very creative. They're putting two or three colors on a guy's hair and doing a real creative texturized haircut. You know. Right. right. And uh, it's, it's becoming very big in the culture. A lot of dudes, uh, you know, it's it's cool to be to to be cleaned up and and to take care of yourself now, as we're maybe in the '60s and '70s. Guys, kind of. Yeah. It was, it was better to rough. look like Grizzly Adams, it was a you know. More yeah, rough. yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, today today's men, man, are different. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah you know definitely, I mean? definitely. So much different, man. You know what I mean? There's so many things that I've noticed. You know what I mean? That it's just different to me. You know what I mean? And like, I'm a man's man, dude. You know what I mean? So it's like. A, well, I'd like to think I am as well, you know. But well, uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I don't mean to say this in a disrespectful way, no, of but you're like. You and it's not disrespectful at all because you have the heart to 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 express yourself in that manner. So like me, like yo, remember when I fucking lodge night, dude? I think it was a couple <laughs> years ago. Like you fucking wore that maroon suit. Oh yeah. And it was like I can't remember the boots, bro, but they were sick. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> shit that I wouldn't wear. Oh yeah, I had. But some, it's like yo, that that's fucking great idea. Like that's some floral uh, Steve Madden shoes on. Yeah, they yeah, were all right. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, see, I fucking never do that. Like I would never do that, but that's just me. You know what I mean? I'm the. I don't know. Well, I, I appreciate it, my man. You know, uh, I like, to, like I said, I like to peacock a little bit. Yeah, um, for sure. It's fun. It's fun dressing up. People see you and they kind of uh, instantly kind of are intrigued by it. They want to know your story a Dude, little you bit. Stand you stand know? right out. Yep. You yep. know what I mean? All right. So cool. So, so getting back to it. Now, you went to school. At where, where was it? Uh, Orlo on uh, North Allen in Albany. Okay. And so now <clears throat> your your education is in cosmetology. Yes. Right? Yep. So now, does that license you as, like, so did it license you, though, like, as a cosmetologist? Yep. So I am licensed, and there's actually a lot of, uh, I guess there's a lot of turmoil around the whole uh, straight razor thing with uh, cosmetologists, but I actually... I pulled it up a couple times. I even screenshotted. I had it saved on my phone. Can't seem to pull it up right now. I don't know where it is at the time, but it uh, it actually there is a, a you know there is a loophole for a cosmetologist to use a razor as well. It's just uh, it's not certain places you're not allowed to use right. it. Uh, you know it's 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 very muddy the waters there. But um, it, I've been trained by a barber, uh, Traj. Shout out to uh, Will Yeager over at. Yeah. Um, uh, Patsy's Barbershop, you know, those guys are great over there. I yeah, worked there for Tragic almost five Empire, years. Man. Tragic Empire, man. Shout he's out, bro. doing his thing. Yeah, shout Love out, you, Trage. Love you, bro. So, yeah, so so take us through that, too. Like, so, <laughs> excuse me, Um, take us through that, too. Like, I mean, so now coming out of school, what was it like finding work? Was it like, was it, on, like, did you have, were you plugged in already? Or did you have to kind of go out and jump into the field and? Yeah, well, um, excuse me, uh. I think I actually was a little plugged in, you know, it wasn't um, the greatest, but I had a couple places where because I had a portfolio, I had some pictures of my work, I was able to take a, a friend of mine with me and do a haircut right on the spot to show people. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of really shout good friends, man. Oh, friend. man, yeah, shout out LaShawn <laughs> Pringle, you are the man, bro, I appreciate you. You know, that's fucking awesome. 
That's what friends do, man. That's what we fucking do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so I uh, I started out early on uh, after hair school. I think I started out at a place called Hair Studio One uh, over in Troy. You know, kind of a, a, a local chain spot. Had like maybe, I don't know, eight or ten locations, you know. And where was this? What was the name of it? Hair Studio One. Where the fuck was that? It's right up on Hoosick Street by, uh, Jesus, Ted's Fish Fry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm yep, like, yep. that's that little obscure area where it's like, there's so much shit going on up there, you don't know what's up there. Oh, man. And it, it kind of was a shit show because, you know, I had just got my feet wet and that was a place where you kind of worked on commission or you worked on like, I mean, nothing. You know what I mean? You really worked on nothing. We did crazy shit one day for a whole sorority, uh, group of sorority sisters. They had like a paint party the night before. Say what? And the guy switched out the paint with latex paint. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God, dude. These girls look like... So you had to clean their hair? It it wasn't even cleaning at this point. It was salvaging. Oh, my God. Yeah, we were were using like fine-tooth combs and like cholesterol, like straight up lard mayonnaise looking stuff to get this latex paint out of these girls here. Like 25 girls. so funny, dude. It was terrible. <laughs> so, 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 like, I mean, so with that being said, so you, you how long were you there for? Uh, I would say I was there maybe about a year. Okay. Yeah, I was there like eight months to a year or something like that, you know. All right, so where'd you end up after that? After that, I went to, uh, like, I floated around a couple spots. I tried, like, maybe a week or something to see if it was something I was interested in. Or, into. Right, if they had enough business or if I was going to be busy, shit like that. But uh, I landed after that at Hair Club for Men. Uh, let's see, 155 uh, New Carner Road in uh, Colony, Albany oh, area. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. That's that was, pretty dope. It was very cool. It was something unique to me because I knew how to, the, the, the men's haircutting aspect of it, but I had no clue about the restoration side of it yeah. you know changing changing guys who are bald thinning or receding to guys who are walking Warm. out looking like 20 years younger with a full yeah. head of hair you know this is you're doing god's work right these men <laughs> yeah, were happier doing, oh you're doing the fucking yeah they're they're you're making new people bro that's right bro and and uh, it was actually very fulfilling because you know to see this genuine smile of happiness on someone's face even women too you know i, I did a couple women's hair who uh they have like something called trichotillomania really what is it it's where uh, they'll pull me. out a chunk of their hair. Oh, no. And it's like a compulsion. So they'll just continuously pull out like three, four, five, six, ten Ooh. hairs at a time. Like on some crazy shit? I, I, I wouldn't even say it's crazy. Or is it like a real disorder? Yeah, no, it's definitely a real disorder. It's, oh, uh, shit. It's like a compulsion, kind of like uh, Twitch or Tourette's or something like that, you know? Wow, dude. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yup. So I worked there. Worked there for like, I don't know, maybe about another year. Um, now, where did you now for for everybody listening? You also specialize in in like you said, hair transplants. Yep, hair right? restoration. So I don't do transplants. Okay, so, um, excuse me. Transplants are more of like a surgery thing. See, this is me being a dumbass. No, yeah. no, not at all. It's <laughs> no. honestly not common knowledge to anybody, and um, the terms are are you know they're quite uh, distinct because if you use the wrong term, you could really make somebody feel uncomfortable about the whole situation. Well, right, and that's where I'm trying not to make somebody feel like you, you know what I mean? Like, right. So for I don't want to be that guy that's you know what I mean, 
balding one day and not know how I feel about it. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, I mean, you know. honestly, the big thing with it is as long as you're not calling it a piece or a rug or a thing. Yeah. You know, like because that's Spade obviously type shit. Right. That sounds pretty. <laughs> yeah. It sounds pretty fucking rude. You know. Well, yeah, and 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 it, especially because you don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable. You right. Know what I mean, and, I mean, and you really are doing a service, bro. Absolutely. Like that's like I mean, I've never been really like not confident in anything. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. at the same time, I couldn't imagine being not confident you know what i mean like it's like fuck dude my fucking hair is gone this and what sucks is that's what everybody sees like everybody sees your mug dude yeah i mean you wake up one day and you don't look at the 20 something year old guy that you used to see in the mirror every day you know that's that's a that's a a real slap in the puss yeah (laughs) Yeah, guys like us we age well most don't yeah i mean i'm hoping anyway here's a crazy example dude is is uh you know my little brother right jr yes sir well what's crazy dude is is like i don't know if you you might be fucking performing some hair restoration (laughs) on on homeboy bro i'll tell you what i'll take it from that mustache yeah it's so crazy dude because i was like i was fucking with him the other day man like i showed up to my mother's house and he was there and he must have just gone out of work or some shit but it was hilarious dude because he's got like no shirt off he's got this big fucking gut you know what i mean <laughs> and like his hair is receipt he looked like marv from home alone you know what i mean <laughs> yo shout out to marv and yo, to jr right now yo, shout word out. up you know what i mean and i'm like bro what do you you gotta fucking do something you gotta start getting healthy bro uh, yeah. like something's going on you're your whole year younger than me dude and i uh i'm in that same boat ed man i I got to start getting healthy, too, you know. Um, you can come work out with me whenever you want, dude. Yeah, definitely. Especially as soon as I start opening shit back up again. You yeah. know what I mean? Get my car back I'll on the road. The thing's been in the freaking shop for three months now during this whole quarantine. So Yeah. I yeah. mean, shit's tough right now, bro. Shit's, oh, yeah. Shit's so hard. So, speaking of which. Yes. So, all right. So, uh, we won't get there yet. So, I want to kind of stay on track. Um, so, all right. So, coming out of the second place at mm-hmm. what, what point did you start working for trash uh it was shortly after that actually um i kind of went right from hair uh club for men i think i worked at like another local shop for you know a, a couple bit. months maybe yeah just something to kind of to keep the food on the table but i was always doing different stuff too so um you know right after high school i i actually i went to uh, hudson valley for a year so i didn't even do the hair school thing until after that you know right yeah well no that's that's fucking dope man like i know because like i think when i we had first met i think you were over there mm-hmm. at patsy's and uh i remember going coming in and seeing you dude on the fly and oh, yeah. fucking with ricky rizzo, yeah, <laughs> shout, Rick rizzo. Shout, shout out to ricky rizzo, my brother love <laughs> yeah, love just him, like dude. something on facebook of mine today shout out rick yeah he's the fucking man dude yeah oh yeah definitely knows his shit too yeah yeah for yeah. sure he, he definitely does knowledgeable man. brother and uh but yeah so like i mean so like what did what experience did you pick up there did you like was like at tragedies yeah like i mean i I guess that's not the right question i mean i could answer it well no i I would like you to sure but like i want to kind of rephrase it so like when do you need a certification for the hair restoration no actually so um i mean you definitely need to know bloodborne pathogens and have stuff like that you know uh you have to know about cross contamination and uh, sterilizing equipment, stuff like that. But more so, you need to be very wary or cautious of the fact that every person's skin's very different. Oh, absolutely, for you sure. Know? And uh, if you get somebody sick, 
Or if you get somebody that has an allergic reaction to, say, one of the adhesives or, or the hair system itself, whatever the case may be. Yeah, um, you get in some weird situations, right? Right, right. So, you know, always do something like what they call it a patch test. You use a little bit of the chemical, like, for example, if a woman's getting a color and she's never had color before. You take a little dab of bit. that color and you put it behind her ear for, for 24 hours. See what happens. If she don't have no issues with it then she could get the hair color and there's no issue. Now, right. people that really do that, probably very few now in, now in, in the real world. You know what I mean? Well, because, yeah, because everybody just goes for it now. Well, that and color is so much different than it was even f- five, ten years ago. The shit's made with vegetable vegetables and shit now. Like, yeah. you know, it, well, like, I mean, it should be. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like getting more closer to natural shit. Yeah, versus uh, formaldehyde and, and stuff like that. that Brothers, you know, like there's chicks that ruin their hair. There's oh. like there's shit that like like you said salvageable. You right. know what I mean? That's it. And you'll never know their real color ever again. <laughs> Hairdressers were dying, and uh, you know they were doing autopsies and and finding like burn marks and like pounds of hair in their lungs and what the fuck? I mean, yeah, just from just from breathing from the in. chemicals, man. Like back in the day, that shit was formaldehyde for uh, real. Like they were they yuck. were pickling themselves, you know. Yeah, dude, I can imagine where, like early on, dude figuring it out mm-hmm. like the early days oh. they were probably like fuck dude and and like you're cutting people like you're like oh, yeah. especially straight razor shit like <laughs> like when that started like who the fuck thought of that like you know what let me take the sharp ass rock and fucking <laughs> slide it across your face and <laughs> right i don't happens. like this bushy ass beard i got so i'm just gonna scrape my face yeah well i guess like i was reading like i said i did a little bit of research and uh, they were saying that like uh you know, like 10,000 BC is when they started to, like, take sharp rocks and fucking they were tired of it. You yeah. know what I mean? They yep. started to mm-hmm. modify shit. And then there was, like, a movement in Egypt and, yep. you know, where yeah, they all... Yeah, that was when everyone was shaving. Yeah, they shaved their heads. Yep. They shaved everything, dude. And then they drew it on or tattooed it on. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. It was a cleanliness thing. Yeah, you know, oh, for sure. For sure, definitely. But, like, so... Now, so hair restoration, you, you obviously, is there like a lot of business around here for hair restoration or is it like, is it like, like more of a specialized, you know, there definitely is, there's definitely a lot of, uh, uh, of business, but as far as being specialized, it's also kind of that too. Um, there's, there's a lot of business, but it's not like people are running to the shop to get it done. Right. First of all, it takes, I think I heard a stat or a quote somewhere about it takes like seven to 10 years for a guy to fully accept that he's gone bald. And by that time, he's already bald. No fucking way. Yeah, right, right, right. Denial's not only a river in Egypt, bro. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah no dude, deny, deny, deny. bro. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. yeah for sure. Like, but I mean, you look at yourself every day, so you're not getting the same image that someone yeah. who sees you six months and, you know, and then don't go, you know, a year, two years, and then they see you again, they're going to notice a change because they remember your face from last time, yeah. you know? Yeah, and you know what's crazy, dude, is, is like just kind of segueing is just that like, the eyes are just receptors, dude, that, yeah. that like take signals, you know what I mean? So like I could literally view myself in the mirror and not even like what my eyes are perceiving mm-hmm. isn't what I look like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or yep. like whatever the case may be. It's fucking nuts, dude. <clears throat> oh, it's really, it's, uh, it's, you know, that whole thing about, uh, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary in the mirror or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Say it three times or five times, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And it fucking, she shows up. The reason why that Candy was. Candyman shit. Yeah, exactly. The reason why that was said to be true was because years ago, um, you know, they did a study or whatever. You could stare in the mirror for, I don't know how long it is. I don't know if it's 15 minutes or 30 minutes, but after that, your brain starts rearranging the way your face looks because no fucking way. it's, it's bored. 
Wow. Yeah. So what would happen is people would really fuck themselves up, man. They would they'd be sitting yeah. in there for hours looking in the mirror, bloody mirror, bloody mirror, you know. And it would really uh, that bitch showed up, yeah, right? Because, <laughs> yeah, because she showed up, dude. Yeah, their shit changed, man. Well, yeah, well, psychologically, you're mm-hmm. changing your your brain. Yeah, you're creating for sure. Yeah, like you, a little yeah. rift there, you know. Yeah, well, you're forcing your brain to modify shit, because mm-hmm. like, now it's like, all right, well, now I'm taking in, and it's a reflection, so I'm sure it's affecting your brain somehow. Oh, so yeah, to like well, just a the self-reflection. Way, yeah, well, absolutely. it's it's weird too because your your eyes have a reflection too. You know what I mean? That's like so mm-hmm. your eyes are like what inverted or like some shit like that. Whether the signal comes in yeah, upside like, down and backwards yeah, or some yep, shit. Yep, they're like concave and. Yeah, and then we gotta like process it. The mm-hmm. signals have to process it. Yeah, it's fucking nuts, dude. It's not. How's that maker's mark? Oh man, delicious. Thank good. you for that. Yeah, good, it's good dude. stuff. I'm super stoked to have you on the podcast, bro. <clears throat> I'm I'm happy to be here. It's uh it's flowing good. I like yeah, the conversation like already. It. You know. Well, this is why like I really want to get into your story, bro, because like it's inspiring and it's it's fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fun, I dude. It's, it. and it's and no bullshit. It's fucking amazing to see my friends doing well. Yeah, like it's yeah. fucking sick. You know what yeah, I mean? Definitely and, appreciate uh, that. Man. So anyway, we're getting there. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. like when you went to Tragis, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you were there for how long? Oh man, like uh, very close to five years, I think I would say. But but I left for a year in between and did. Uh, I was living out in Colorado, you know. But I stayed in contact with them the whole time. Um, nice. Talked to all the guys there. Yeah, when I came back, there was a couple new faces. But actually, I met some of the best barbers I've I've ever known, really, personally, uh, from when I came back. There was, you know, uh, Michael Richmond, who's over at Duke's now. Guy's sick barber. I had him cut nice. my hair forever. Yeah, man. Uh, <clears throat> Rocco Soriento, also at Duke's. Those guys, you know, the... They're, they're, the uh, the level of skill in our area is severely underrated, man. There are so no, many good sick. barbers. Yeah, that's sick, dude. Y'all. And it's it sucks, dude, because like these people should be fucking known, bro. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like- Marv, uh, Salamana, <coughs> Pete, shit. There's uh, there's there's a ton of real good barbers out here, man. Donnie Donnie Maserati over at Patsy's. These guys oh, are we doing gotta, well. We gotta find a way to share <laughs> share them up, dude. Yeah, you know, blow them up. Yep. The same thing with you, bro. The yeah, same fucking it. thing, man. Like I yo. I want to turn, like, I would love to see you, Johnny, everybody, dude, fucking blowing the fuck mm-hmm. up. You know what I mean? Making fucking moves. Well, this quarantine thing kind of actually has helped and hurt in a way with that, you know? Right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that yeah, because definitely. I definitely want to get into that shit. But sure. so, all right. So at what point did you say to yourself, I got to get the fuck up out of here? No disrespect. Yep. I got to, I got to make my own moves. Sure. And what inspired you to go and get your own shop? Well, you know, actually, to want to have my own shop was a day one thing. Since the day I saw my mom get her own shop, it was in like, well, she's been doing it 23 years. So like 97, 98, man, Christmas time, my mom got her own shop over in Waterford. And uh, it was super inspiring. Very, you know, that was a, a, a like a cornerstone in my whole wanting to do this and wanting to have my own business and wanting to make something of myself that way, you know? Absolutely. Saw her do it. She was raising three kids pretty much on her own. You know, my grandparents were very, very much in the picture and my uncles and all that. But, you know, my mom was doing it by herself. Big, you know, she put her big girl pants on. That's shit. Yeah, yep, yep. Worked her ass off every day and she would go without so we could have... Jordans and Nikes and typical fucking greedy right. kid shit. Right, right. We were and we there. were. Yeah, I was there. Yep. We, I was we, that dude. Cake eaters, man. 
That's know? it. I'm here. You got to support me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Mama, give I mean? me this. Give me that. I but can't get made fun of in school, man. Come on. That's right. I and my mom never let us either, man. She never, never let us down. Yeah, bro. Mom, I love you. You're the yeah. best. Yeah. Shout out. Hell for yeah. Sure. You're the best. Yeah, man. Um, that's, that's fucking, it's so inspiring, man. So, all right. So, like, what, <laughs> what was the process of getting your own shop? Like, so, like. Did you have to save up? Did you have to fucking like? Did you just like find a, a, a an ideal spot that was like perfect for you know what I mean? What we were doing, or because like, you know, obviously I've been to the shop, but like I'm trying to keep it in sure, the timeline sure. of like, well, it know, was how actually, you got to the shop. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I I had kind of a weird situation with that. Something that most people wouldn't have been able to fall into the way I fell into it. Right. So. Actually, after I left Patsy's, um, I worked at a couple random shops, uh, you know, a, a salon up in Latham. Um, you know, it was a cool little spot. Uh, it was very new, just opened. Um, I was working at a spot uh, right next to it until, you know, things went sour there. And then the girl moved from there, opened her own spot next door, pretty much down the road. And I went with her and kind of branched did, off a little bit. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. And all the while I was doing construction full time. Uh, with a company out of Green Island. Oh, no shit. Yeah, a good buddy of mine from high school, one of my Fucking best buddies. Busy as fuck, dude. Yeah, he was, you know, it was a good spot. I was making good money, uh, and that was kind of tying me over while I was taking care of my customer base on Sundays at my mother's shop. Right. And that's downtown Waterford. So that was solid, dude. So her having the shop was solid. Right. Because she never worked on Sundays, so she allowed me to go there and at least keep my customers happy. Keep them coming, yeah, for sure. Right, because I was working full-time doing construction, so I had to at least alleviate some of those guys needing cuts because they didn't want to go nowhere else. Super right. loyal guys, you know, and gals for that matter. So um, I'm cutting on a Sunday, like it was probably six, seven months after that. Uh, I had actually stopped working with the construction company and was just cutting on Saturday nights and Sundays and I right. think Mondays at my mom's shop, you know. And uh, an old guy walks in one day and he goes, hey, man, uh, you're the barber here? I said, well, yeah, I'm not really the barber here. This is my mom's shop. Um, she's letting me cut hair on a Sunday. I can't really take any walk-ins. I'm not trying to take her business. Right, right, I'm right. just doing all my guys. Yeah, for sure. That's respect. He goes, for hey, sure. man, I'm not, I'm not even looking for a haircut. I said, oh, okay, what's up? So yeah, so what do you want then? He goes, uh, well, I'm the barber down the road. And I say, I even know there was a barber shop in this town. He goes, yeah, yeah, I'm in the back, but why don't you come down and check it out? Maybe you want to come work with me. And I said, you know what, with all due respect, sir, I'm not really trying to work with anybody ever again. Right. To be honest with you, I just happened to have some hair on my nuts that day. You know what I mean? Uh, I, don't, I might not have said that to him another day. But that day I was just, nah, man, I'm not really looking for anything where I have to work with somebody. If you want me to take that shop over from you. Whatever. Yeah, we can work something out. Fuck it. Whatever. Bam, right. you're, you're, you look like you're ready to retire. You know, you're in your late 70s. If you'd like to retire, I could take the shop over. We could get it done. We'll work something out. Right. So, you know, he, uh, he said, well, I don't, I don't think I'm ready for that quite yet, but, you know, thanks for your time anyway. No shit. Yeah, like, uh, you know, I said, all right, well, that's cool. I appreciate it. Yo, but you it. planted the seed, though. Right, right, that's right. That's fucking that's sick. That's exactly what I did. And so he must have went home and talked to his wife, and, uh, you know, his wife actually ended up being, uh, getting sick. Uh, oh, no. having Yeah, having cancer, but she, she recovered and all that, but she ended up getting sick. Uh, shortly, you know, during the same time period. So I'm sure it was definitely a weight off his shoulders to know that, 
He didn't really have to work anymore. He'd be getting a small paycheck. For sure. You know, every month from me until it was now, paid did, off. Now, did he own it or did he, was he like renting so, it or leasing it? So he owned the business. Right. But, um, and everything that was included in it, you know, the barber chairs, the stations, um, you know, the, the, the benches, the cash register, tables, so all that. Right, right. Top to bottom. But he, uh, he didn't own the place that it was at. The first right. place okay. that it was at. <clears throat> was in a small shack in the front of the parking lot where my shop currently is now. No shit. 1933 it opened. Little tiny little shack, man. I mean, this it was smaller than this kitchen. Wow. Yep. And a guy named Hunk Swayze. Henry Swayze. Hunk Swayze. Yeah, badass old man. He used to smoke cigars and drove a, a, a DeSoto. He was smoking cigars with his straight razor That's in right, face. That's right, man. Super <laughs> old school. Good for him. Yeah, so the shop was from 30... Oh, excuse me. You're good, the shop bro. was from uh, 33... The guy Chuck, well, he uh, was aptly named uh, Chainsaw Chuck. Chainsaw Chuck. See, yeah. I'd, I'd be kind of reluctant. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I man. Like, yo, you know As what? You Listen, <laughs> hey, yo, uh, Chainsaw Chuck's going to cut you up. <laughs> you know, like, what, dude? <laughs> now, I'll go with Soft Hand Sally there. Yeah, can I get yeah. somewhere in the middle? You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> like, shit, dude. You know? That's yeah, fucking such a cool story, though, bro. Yeah, Chuck took it over in, let's see, 57. And he was there until 2019 when I took it over. No shit. Yeah, man. Yep. I think he did 57 years. Or, no, he was there in 60-something because so, he did 57 years. What was the name of the barbershop? Uh, it was uh, Chuck's Barbershop. No, no, you're good. It was Chuck's Barbershop, and before that, it was Hunk's. No which shit. Which is uh, Hunk's, uh, Hunk's Swayze. That's so fucking cool, man. Yeah. And, yeah, that's, and you said in the 30s? Yeah, uh, the 30s is when I think Swayze's dad actually owned it for something different, and then Swayze got it when and his old man. So, yeah, right. Yeah, that's so dope, dude. Yo, yo, Waterford's got a very, very significant history, man. Tons with the canal and the tugboats. Everything, and, bro. Yeah, Waterford's that's, a great little town, man. Bro, it's like a second home for me. Like I ne- I've never lived there, but like obviously the lodge was over there, and yep. Um, yep. it was just, bro, I spent so much time over there. It's such a beautiful fucking city, bro. Fishing's great too, and the people are good too. People are amazing, you know, fucking amazing, dude. You know I deal I mean? with a lot of people from anywhere from ninety five, ninety seven years old, all the way down to two, three, four. You know, yeah, that's fucking nuts, bro. Oh, it's crazy. Some of these old guys, like one of the guys, fought in the battle of Okinawa. Ooh, man, he's he's like the nicest guy, you know. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's uh, it's. The we went through different the shit. The city's great, bro. Like yeah. it's, well, it was like one of uh, the United States' first incorporated towns. Yeah. Yep. As far as I know. Yep. Dude, like, yeah. I think it is the first incorporated town to. Yeah, be that's way. that's what I mean, dude. Yep. I'm, I'm almost positive too because when I was doing a lot of research back into Orange Lodge, which was the first Masonic lodge over in Waterford. Okay. Um, yeah, dude. It fucking crazy history there too like i'll get into that i'm like i have to do like a masonic episode yeah dude. sure definitely but in any event <coughs> um yeah so like i mean it, there's a lot of history over there dude and like I, it's such a tight-knit community you know what i mean and uh i think a we're, lot of old families right you know? so so basically you paid him off to yeah yep yep what, what did you buy the business or did you buy the i bought the business and the clientele no shit yeah so i mean he was he was ready to retire in general. Right. And the thing is, the only other place the business would have gone would have been to my mother. Right, right, right. But the thing is, is that these old guys 
wouldn't have gone to a woman for one specific reason. And I mean, yeah. no, no offense by that. It's because um, no woman in the town used a straight razor. And and they're not willing to go outside of town. These are yeah, you know yeah, these are guys who are walking down at five thirty in the morning sitting there. Right, yeah, right, right, right. Been there their whole life and fifty they, years getting their hair cut there. Yeah, and they're accustomed to a certain certain cut, dude. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Trust me. Why do you think I hit you up? Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> you know yep. what I mean, dude? I literally only <clears throat> fuck with you, Johnny. And trash. Consistency. Yo, no bullshit. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and like, I'll fuck with everybody. I try to do it all the time. I'll yeah. bring the kids. Hell yeah. And uh, so, like, when you bought it, like, and he just bowed out, like, or... No, no. He actually stayed on for, like, probably six, eight months. No shit. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of get you accustomed with everybody. Yep. And teach me kind of the haircuts for the... Because he only had really one specific haircut that he wanted me to know for all the guys, which was, you know... It, most any of my barber listeners or friends out there that are going to hear this are going to know exactly what this means. They're they're going to want to slap me for saying it, uh, but um, it, I, I want a regular haircut. A reg so so explain a regular haircut. Oh my me. god, dude! Anywhere could be completely different, but at my <laughs> shop, uh, a regular haircut is like a sk- a low skin fade um, with 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 heavy top. Uh, you know, by the part they want it heavy so they could comb it, and a little little trim on the top. But with the thinners, they don't want it with the scissors. Oh, they want it with the shit. thinners because it's the way it used to be done, or at least the way the old barber used to do it. You know, well, it's so crazy, man. Because like like I said, me, I'm just so easy, bro. Like mm-hmm. it's like I'm mm-hmm. a fucking skin fade kind of guy, dude. Yep. Give me a one and a zero, take and it I'm down low, edge it up, and I'm set. Hell you know yeah. what I mean? Yes, sir. That when people get in depth like that. <laughs> Like what the fuck is a thinner? <laughs> you know what I mean, dude. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, you know, like I mean, I, I know you're thinning the hair. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? But at the same time, it's like, dude, I, I, I do a lot of comb overs. It's a whole process. Oh, I'm you sure, know? dude. That yeah. there's like a fucking comeback with comb overs, bro. Oh, I'm talking even like actual comb overs to cover. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like because a lot of the older guys, they want that same haircut that they've always been getting, but they don't. They don't got. 25 hairs on the top of their head you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah that's yeah but that's you know tough. you treat every customer the same you give them the time of day you don't just take their money and abuse no, them you know bro, you establish a fucking relationship that's right that's right i got a guy uh, actually he's coming in this week uh uh blind you know but he memorized every step to get to my shop and he lives like seven eight blocks away that's huge dude yeah man he crosses like six streets to, to get to my shop has to go through a fence uh, walk up some steps but well, that's what i mean that's impactful oh that's absolutely. impactful dude yeah. like it, it, if obviously he's blind you know what i mean it's right. like it takes extra super extra to fucking get that haircut yeah you know what i mean and i really appreciate it you know i think about it all the time and a lot of my customers they come to me and they're very they're very gracious and uh you know they uh they're cool you know they they don't get charged a lot, but they they. So what? Dude? The conversation is worth all of it. You, you can know pay I mean? your bills, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And you live halfway decent. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Go. I don't need to Perfect. kill nobody. Yeah. Perfect, no. dude. And you make up in volume. Right. right. You know what I mean? You make up in volume, dude. I you definitely know. don't need to kill nobody. Well, that's you know? right. Exactly, dude. And that's it's so cool, man. Because like again, Waterford is such a tight community, dude. It's mm. like word spreads. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, and like, and you you're young. You're young as fuck. Yeah, so like, yes, sir. We're <coughs> so, young. Right. Oh, and for handsome, sure. Oh, you know? for sure. Young and handsome. Fucking yeah, dude. I try not to boast too much. You know? <laughs> I should toot my own horn. Yeah, right, right, right. On a platform. I'll, to- I'll toot it for you, brother. On, on a platform. Cheers. You know <laughs> You know what I mean? But same time, dude, it's like, uh, so when, 
so when you got the shop, he stayed on for you said six months, yep. right? Yeah. So taught you a whole bunch of shit. Sure. At what point did he back out, and then it was you? Like everything was you. Like, did you have um, to like do like transfers and shit? Did you have to do like yeah. like? Yeah, we did a little of that. Um, it was like, you don't have to get too technical. You know what I mean? But no, obviously, no. I don't know what the process is. Like, Pretty so much, like, it was a handshake agreement. Okay. We drew up a little contract that was just printed by his wife. You know, at the house, she printed the contract of how much I was gonna pay him for a month for how long. Right. And, uh, had it notarized and all that shit. Yep. And at the actually, you know, I don't even think we did. Oh, no I really kidding. don't even think we did have it notarized. And, and, and I'm sure that's probably bad, but I paid my taxes on it. So, you yeah. know, whatever, you know, I put that in my taxes. So I don't give a shit. <laughs> but, right. uh, yeah, uh, you know, and I paid them, um, like for a year. So every month for a year, 12 payments. And at the end of that, he, uh, you know, he pretty much relinquished the actual title, even though he wasn't working there for the last nine months of that contract. Right. Yeah. So. Right. I mean, that's cool. Like, obviously, a gentleman's agreement. Yep. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. And that's cool. That's and the same dope. with the people who yeah. own the building. You know, they own the bar next door. They're good people. Right. All right. So now let's get in the fucking moment. Right. Yeah, Let's yep. get in a fucking moment. Mr. Joseph Kinney. Sure. At the age of, how old are you? 30. 30 fucking years old. Yeah. Yep. You get the keys to your own fucking shop. What does that feel like? Man. What oh. is that? Dude, I'm getting the chills just talking about it. Like, like pumping it up for you. You like, know. That's just huge, bro. <laughs> it was a big day for me. It was a real big day for me. Um, it wasn't one of those things where you're where you, where you sit and you have time to contemplate it, especially since I was actually blessed enough to be busy. Yeah, you're you grinding know? though. Right, right, right. But I'll tell you what, it was a little, um, a little closer on that. Oh, like sorry. That. Yep. There you go, bro. It was one of those things where, uh, you know, Perfect. I called my mother. I was like, "Hey, mom, I uh, I just paid my last payment for the shop, you know," and she goes, "It." Say that again. You know, she was real excited. Yeah. She goes, say that again that for me. I didn't hear you. In. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thinking about it now, it gives me a lot of uh, joy, you know. But uh, it was also like, as soon as that, that initial happiness wore off, it was a little bit of dread. Oh, you yeah. Know? Well, now I, it's bigger responsibility now. Yeah, yep, yep. Not in, a, not in a bad way, but it was definitely, um, it, it, was, it, it was leveling, you know? It leveled me. It made me realize. Yeah, well, hum- yeah, it humbled me, for well, sure. Well, I can imagine, dude, because yeah. now it's, again, you are now responsible for X amount of haircuts yeah. in, to whoever clientele <laughs> yep. it is. Yep. So, like, that's a burden in itself. Sure. Or not a burden, but it's a responsibility. And, uh, and then now it's your bills, like your rent, your electricity, your, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah your fucking overhead yeah you know like yep yeah and uh so you we're here here we are 2020 sure and covid didn't help no no it did not you know what i mean so like how long like how like how long were you open before covid hit all right so i was open let's see covid had us closed in the end of march 20th or 21st i think it was a saturday so the end of march i was open from December or January of the year before, so a year right, so and three 2019. months. Yeah, so a year and three months. The end of 2018, that like the last couple of days of December 2018, okay. all of 2019, I had it and, and paid it off. 
And then shit. in 2020, just in uh, February, I paid what it off. What a fucking kick in the dick. Yeah. What yeah. a fucking... I paid it off in February, dude, man. Yo, yeah. what the fuck is going on with the universe, bro? It's like, yo, here oh. you go, bro. Here's this ultimate fucking moment of happiness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, here, hi, yeah. Shadowed kick, by... Kick right in the fucking dick. Exactly. And then it's like, what oh. the fuck, dude? All right, so getting into that, dude, because that's super important also. Like, so now how did it affect the shop obviously you guys had to close the doors yeah or you had to close the doors so so what happened with that like so it was uh it was it was kind of devastating in a lot of ways because my customers didn't really have anywhere else to go you know most of my customers i would say 80 uh yeah 75 80 percent of my customers are they were within the high risk pool Wow. Yeah. So it's tough. Right. So super Very tough. tough. Very super tough. tough dude. And they're sitting home, you know, and they're already most of the time. The only thing that keeps them happy and having a good time with their day is going down to the barber shop, getting a haircut, and having a fucking chat. Right. Having a conversation. You know. Uh. You know. A couple of the guys. With the young guy. Right. With the right, young man. guy. A fucking. The, the the invigorating young guy down right there. full of piss and the, vinegar you know yeah and i'm and i'm going to straight razor society right right that sounds gangster as fuck and a lot of them you, <laughs> you know, know I mean? they, they love it they really old. do hell yeah they feel good because they you I know feel young bro right right i give them some nostalgia they feel young yeah. and they're walking in there dude and they're saying like for anybody that hasn't been to fucking straight razor society one you're fucking up two second of like what I want to say is, is as soon as you walk into this shop, man, there's fucking comic books and antique toys all over the fucking place. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's fucking sick, dude. It's got a... Dude, I don't want to put years on. What would you say? Like a 60s feel? Like a, um, No, I, it's more like 20s and 30s. That's actually. what I mean. Like, yeah, I, that's yep, what I'm yep. saying. I don't fucking know the years with the barbers yep, yep. and shit, but like, it definitely has that fucking feel, dude. Oh, and yeah. It's dope. It's fucking sick, man. I can imagine being 75. Like, you know what, dude? I got four hairs on the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go get them trimmed. You know what I mean? And, and I, I give them a sticker when they leave, and they got one of my stickers with the with the little, you know, the handsome devil on oh, it and, dude, and the razor. Those are sick. Dude, did I tell you about my fucking blunder? So, so no, remember? no. So check this out. You're actually the first person I've told. Actually, I told Chap too, but I fucking... So check this out, right? We're all at Chap's the other night. Me, Shout out, Jay Chap. Yeah, me, you, and Chap. We'll get Chap on the, the podcast eventually. But... I order those stickers because you inspired me yes. to fucking order yes, stickers. Yes. So I'm like, fuck, dude, I got to order these stickers now, right? So, dude, I order one inch by one inch stickers. Oh, no. Bro, they're like this big. Oh, yeah, man. Dude, they're tiny. They're nipple covers. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, swear, <laughs> I, I swear to God, bro. Yeah, no, shit. luckily, I didn't pay a lot of money for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I was like, fuck, that's one way to learn a lesson. Yeah, I you got the three I mean? by three. Yeah, um, I, but that's honestly, what I went with. I went four by four yeah i was gonna say in retrospect four by four would even be nicer i went i, I you know what dude it's it was a learning lesson for me because i was like all right i only want like the circular jump offs like mm-hmm. the little circular ones yep yep and then i was like i got them and i was like dude even if it was a larger circle i don't like it you know what i mean so i went with the die cut one oh, like man. you did die cuts are nice and that shit looks sick yeah because your image speaks for itself, you know. It's 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 bold. I love the yeah. image, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, well, that's what I mean. That's why, I, like, on the shirt, dude, I wanted a die cut. But at, sure. this, at this point in time, I'm still figuring shit out. And all Man, that I'm shit, gonna rock the shit out of that shirt. Dude, do people it. are gonna ask me it. for I the next so. two decades what I that fucking, shirt is. I hope so, dude. I'm absolutely. gonna have a whole bunch more for you too. I'm Hell trying yeah. to give. 
everybody that's been on the podcast one you know what i mean and uh and a gift like you know like the maker's mark or whatever absolutely um i got you one of the shirts i actually owe people now i I owe her because i had to hook her up because i you know i i think we did it at my mother's house uh, like in middle of the afternoon so Mm -hmm. (laughs) i didn't offer them liquor but (laughs) you know what i mean so but yeah i'm yeah dude that makers is delicious so i'm about to pour me some more yeah stoked to have you on so like it's getting back into the shop man um so with the pandemic um, the government tells you to shut shut down because the, the COVID and you can't fucking be within it. This is at the point where they're releasing all this kind of crazy information. Yeah, no clue what was going <sighs> on. No idea. None. They said they contaminated surfaces, contaminated everything. And sure, sure. Masks and gloves and fucking everything else. And yeah. now it's the complete opposite. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> you know the CDC mean? and the WHO, yeah. uh, World Health Organization, for anyone who don't know what I'm referring to. Uh they they've been back and forth quite a bit yeah. and you know the thing is we're not expecting them to know what what's going on all we're expecting them to do is give us some sort of legitimate guidelines guidelines. Yeah, yeah some guidance yep yep and you know if anyone from you know i i hope it, it's going to get to this point where if anyone's listening to this from the world health organization that can make a difference guys just give us some fucking direction. We don't want to hear about what you think, and then the next week switch yeah. it up. I think it's. I think what sucks, dude, is, is like obviously with study, they mm-hmm. learn more. You know what I mean. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like I think, don't give anything definitive if you don't know definitive. Well, yeah. Well, like you know? early in the beginning, they said like, oh man, contaminated surfaces. And you can pick it up within hours. Like, dude, right. now they're saying it's not even. It's like almost impossible to fucking contaminate the surface in the first place. If you're asymptomatic, <laughs> you know I mean? they like, were saying in the beginning, if you're asymptomatic, you can kill people. You got to stay in for 14 days. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're saying if you're asymptomatic, it's super rare. Um, to even pass it, even and then they withdrew yeah. that again. Yeah. So it's like, what it's, guys, they're, just they're stop talking. Yeah. So when it came to the shop, dude, like, how did it work for you, being a local business owner? So like, does the did the government fucking like send you a notice and say, hey, you have to shut it the fuck down, or was it kind of just oh, obvious? Man. It was, you know, what's really fucked up about that, and it, uh, that's a, a, a great question to ask. Um, they, it was all based on the media. You know, so they expected you to take your information from the media and yeah, shut, shut your business down. Yeah, yep. There was no real guideline. There was just close your doors, go home, lock yourself up, claim unemployment. Right? What the fuck? Dude? So okay, at least at least we figured, and and I could speak for a lot of people in my industry alone that I know of. A lot of people, like I didn't get unemployment until thirteen, or like twelve or thirteen weeks in, man. Like oh from when I called, God. yeah, that's a long time. Ten, eleven, twelve weeks, something like that. You know that's what I mean? Fucking four months, right? No, well, three. three months. Yeah, that's three months. crazy, bro. So three months that you had to figure out a way to pay your your bills. Sure. Keep your shop. Yep. You know what I mean? Without going under, without going broke. And this is the same government that says pay your taxes every year. Oh, yeah. um, Or we're going to shut you down anyway. This is the same government, mind you, Ed, that, uh, you know, I think it was something. And and I may be off here, but this is what I saw in a couple different places. And it made sense to me. And it kind of was a little sketchy to think about. I think it was something like 24 red states were open. 26 blue states were closed. Ugh. That's a chess game. That's a political oh, chess game sure, right there. That dude. has nothing to do with our safety, man. Yeah, no, it never did. You know? It never did, man. No, no, no. It really didn't. Yeah, I've had conversations on the podcast before, man, about the 
corona conspiracy oh, man. that's a whole <laughs> different day man we could talk whole, about yeah, that for a year for sure man it's it's one of those things that is a rabbit hole in itself what know? i will say on that you know to pardon me i don't mean to interrupt no, you dude, what i will say, say on it, that, motherfucker, we... um shit uh the people, ladies and gentlemen, um, you know, anyone, whatever community you're part of, that if you're out there doing work to help these people that are sick, I really commend you on that. Oh, you guys are yeah. kicking ass out there. You're not yeah. taking any, you know, no one's coming up and patting you on the back. And if they are, it's not enough. You guys are doing, you know, you're doing God's work. You're doing, you're doing shit that a lot of people really need. So yeah, for keep sure. it up. For sure, man. And like the... They're on the front lines, man, and they're the first ones getting sick. Yeah, you know, and it yep. sucks, dude, because they're just there to help people. You don't go into that business, man, unless you're there to really help people. I agree. Yeah, for sure. So when the hammer fell, yep, you know yep. what I mean, and they said shut it down. You know what I mean? What? When was that? What month was that? Do you remember? That was March twenty first. Okay, March twenty first, twenty twenty. All right, so we're here in June, so March, April, May, June. So you just opened, right? I just what, opened, last week? Not even, like, just, just this current week. All right, so the currently. So. Yeah. So you went four months, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, when they gave you unemployment, is that, like, because like, they, they passed the CARES Act, right? And that sure. was supposed to fucking help small business sure, sure. in whatever way how do you can you explain that do you know what it was supposed to do like do you what, what relief was it supposed to provide you as a business owner now is that the, the cares act is the one i had to apply for as a business loan type thing that i didn't have to pay back that one or know. the one that that has to no do with idea. unemployment i have no idea to be honest. okay so the cares act or the triple p or the, whatever that loan was that small businesses were getting to pay off their employees to keep them above water during this I don't know who got it. I definitely didn't, you right. know. Yes. But it's only me, so I wasn't really expecting that. Yeah. But uh, you know, here's my thing. I'm not someone that's going to try to rely on the system. I don't need that. No, I'll work my ass sure. off for whatever I need. But here's my thing. If you're going to force me to close my business down that I've worked my whole life to achieve and you tell me that you're going to be able to compensate me at least until I'm able to open my doors back up by your standards. Right. Then you got to be you got to be pretty on top of getting me that money on time. Oh, you have to be super on point. Right. And I know that it's a global pandemic, but if that's the case and you're telling people that they don't have jobs to go to, but you could, you know, go yeah. go get a job that's essential. Here's an essential job you could be hiring for through this whole pandemic. People to answer phones in response to shit like that. Oh yeah, dude, you know? for sure. And and, and it's it's absurd because that is the rhetoric that it, that they spill. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like, all right, well, go get an essential job. Dude, listen, I was, I'm in construction. You know what right. I mean? And the construction dude was fucking shut right down too. Yep. Like they literally said you can't go on a fucking job site. You know what I mean? Like there's like, you can't fucking do shit. And, uh, but like, it just like, obviously me, I'm an individual. You know what I mean? I'm not a fucking business owner. You know right, what I right. mean? So like, I don't have to worry about fucking the the uh the cost on my spot <laughs> you know what i mean like absolutely hopefully i, mean, I will eventually <laughs> when i you know have my studio and shit of course know? of course <laughs> big things I mean? to come soon man yeah, yeah, we're gonna sure. i'm getting you a tapestry made oh fuck the whole it, shit I'll yeah take yeah. It. yeah we'll put it right behind me absolutely know, start the video shit i got a buddy who can do videography uh yeah for Bro, videography need, work. listen for real i dude, asked him about for it for real you. deal i need him 
Like, I need him. Yeah, I'm, he's I, willing to do it. He's done it before. I need his expertise, man. He's the one that took the pictures of me that uh, I just put on the Yeah, see, game. and this is for everybody listening. I forgot <clears> to tell you, Joe is a model. Also, uh, I'm not. I'm <laughs> yeah, not that. Yeah. I'm not that. <laughs> you know. What Thank I mean? you, brother. Thank you, you. I'm not that. You know what I mean? I told you he's fashionable, you know? <laughs> and he's fucking. You know, he gets weird. Ladies. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> yeah, man. So like, so now reopening the shop, dude. So like, right. obviously we've weathered or you've weathered the storm. Yep. Yep. Thankfully, I didn't have a lot of overhead. Uh, you know, with the shop, it was fairly cheap. I paid the first month uh, that I wasn't working April, and then the next two, um, you know, until I got back to work, uh, the the people that own the building were very gracious. Right. You know, uh, they were very um, understanding. Obviously, they couldn't really ask me for the money anyway with that whole thing that Cuomo put in place. But, right. But or still. not even Cuomo. I think it was through the whole country. Dude, there were still people fucking <clears throat> pushing people out, dude. Oh, yeah. It's crazy, man. Like, how could, you know, come on. Like, yo, I want my money. Fuck you. Pay me. You're putting people out, dude. Like, people yeah. need to live, you know. Yeah. Well, that's what sucks, dude, is, is like they're looking at it like survival of the fittest. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're looking right. at it like, all right, I need my money, dude. Like, right. I can't tell you how many, like, things that I wanted to do with my kids that sure. I put, like, reservations in for. Like, so we wanted to do this. Uh, there's this, like, science museum out in Schenectady. Yeah. And they were doing, like, a Harry Potter themed, like, mm-hmm. the fucking science behind the magic or some dumb shit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. bro, it was, like, 50 bucks a ticket. And, <laughs> yo, so the COVID hits, they cancel it. And, or they say they're going to reschedule it, right? And then they fucking reschedule it. And then after the reschedule comes, they cancel it. And then they say, no, you can have it for a future event. No refunds. Damn. <clears throat> yeah. So Grimy shit. Yeah. I was going to do the same thing. Me and uh, my buddy, my tattooer, my one of my best friends, uh, Gentleman Tommy. Shout out Gentleman Tommy. Resolute. Yeah. Um, we were going to Big J Okerson in the mall. We were supposed to see his comedy act. Oh, no shit. What's that, at the Funny Bone? <clears throat> yes, sir. Yep. Yeah, I got to get over there, man, when they open back up. Yeah, I've never it's been a good there. spot, man. I actually, uh, not to toot my own horn, I cut uh, George Lopez, the comedian's hair, oh, here in right. Albany when I was working at Patsy's. That's right. You fucking told me that. Yeah, he had a show at um at the Funny Bone. <coughs> Excuse me. The, <coughs> the Funny Bone. Wow, that's some good stuff, Ed. Uh, um, and, uh, you I know, know, I was cutting coughing. his hair. A half hour later. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, he was a cool guy. We, we shot the shit, cut his hair in his hotel room. He was real cool, down to earth, you know. Not so a fan of POTUS. But... Would they fucking, would they call you? No, actually, he had his, uh, funny thing, man. Uh, how does that happen? You go to, just go to his fucking hotel room and. <laughs> yeah, we're, you know, Patsy's downtown Albany. So yeah. uh, I'm working one day and. Uh, Shout out to George Lopez, his uh, his 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 dossier or his his right hand guy or whatever the hell he called him. I don't know what he was, but this guy came in looking like a drunk off the street, man. He looked wasted, and he wasn't. But he stumbled in all like weird, and he came up to me and he was like, "Hey, man, uh, question for you." I'm like, "Yeah, what's up, dude? You uh, you uh, you want to cut George Lopez's hair? You know the comedian." I'm like, yeah, no uh, I, dude, way. I swear to God. I go, yeah, I got Pope John Paul in the back. As soon as I finish him up, I'll get you right in. I thought, I, you know, I thought he was a panhandler from Albany trying to come in and, you know, yeah. blow smoke on my ass. What <laughs> the fuck? Right. So he goes, no, 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 man, man, I'm serious. He goes, I'm, 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 I'm like 100% that. serious. Like, nah, man, I ain't fucking with you. I'm yeah. So serious. he shows me his business card. 
He's like the uh, administrative assistant to, you know, M- Mr. George Lopez. I'm like, what get the, the fuck? fuck out of here, man. This is crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. It was what cool. are the odds? Right, right. And what are the odds that of all the people in the shop, this guy stumbles over to me? You know what well, I mean? Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I just have, and I, you know, my, my room used to be in the back, so yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have normally been out in the front, you know? Wow, that's weird. Out yeah. of the universe, bro. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, George yeah. Lopez was a good guy, man. I was <laughs> I was surprised as hell because I'd never been really in contact with super celebrity status yeah, like that. You know sure. what I mean? And honestly, at first, I thought I was getting lured to a hotel room to get my fucking to get kidney fucking taken out. raped yeah. and murdered. Right, I thought I was going to end up in a fucking bathtub full of ice with my kidney yeah, removed, know. you know? Fuck, dude. It puts the Joe Dirt in the hole. Right, right. Throw that lotion on the skin, yeah. bitch. Yeah, dude. Now that's uh that's a pretty cool experience, man. I got very to meet, cool. I got to meet Freeway once. Really? Yeah, dude. Uh, oh man. Uh, a bunch of us went out to uh, a bunch of my family and I went out to uh, see. It was Freeway, Redman, Method Man. Shit, and like a bunch of local acts, dude, and fucking y'all freeway dude was just like cool as shit. Oh, the I dude, it. the dude was like literally just sitting in the fucking crowd, and then like he does his set, dude, and he's like, "Y'all look, I'm gonna be in the back signing fucking CDs. If anybody wants one, hit me up." You know what I mean? Super dude, down so, to earth. Yo, dude, like I fucking went back there, dude, and like me, I'm not one of those dudes where it's like. I wanna, I'm gonna sit there and chat you out. Right. I'm gonna give you the dap. Right. I'm gonna get your autograph. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll, right. You're I'll not dig. gonna fangirl. Him. I, yeah, I dig your yeah. shit. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, Have for a sure. nice night. And I keep it moving. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was awesome, dude. I also see my sister fucking get like almost beat the shit out of some chick for <laughs> right, like, dude, Method Man. She's fucking. Method obs- Man is the man. Dude, she's obsessed with my Method favorite Method, rapper. Yeah obsessed with method man mine too <laughs> you know dude this dude fucking takes his shirt off throws it into the crowd oh boy she's dude she still has this fucking this creep this weirdo creep <laughs> my sister <laughs> still has this fucking shirt wrapped up in a uh what is it a gallon ziploc bag dude. yeah no shit and she's like dude it still smells like oh jesus like, you're a piece of fucking work you are <laughs> like, yo but on the real edwin's sister i got 50 for you for that shirt yeah no. really, dude. she's yo she wouldn't give it she wouldn't cough She'd it tell up me to fuck off, huh? she would be like no no fucking way and he's like yeah right it's, it's funny. my man that's my man method man is is next level lyricist. oh yeah for sure next dude. level man i don't he's, he don't get nearly as much credit no as he way. deserves he doesn't want it though. No, he that's right. He's exactly. He's a fucking right down to earth rapper. He, he does his shit. At. Hell yeah. I know. I love it too. You're wearing a Death Row record shirt. I love it. Yeah, with a Wu Tang Cheese Wheel tattoo on my <laughs> yeah, leg, bro. That's fucking sick. Dude. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. So all right. So getting back to it. So you just opened last week. Yes. All right. How's it been going? Like, so what's, oh, man. what's what's good? Like, how's how's the business going? Have clients been coming in? Have they been fucking? Yes. Now, yes. no. Sorry for the barrage of questions no no ask um, away now i said no 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 i forgot it <laughs> but uh in any event so like what are, what are the new protocols okay so new protocols what are you allowed to do right now all right so i'm not allowed to do the uh beard trims uh anything on the face mask is supposed to be kept on i'm supposed to wear a mask and a face shield supposed to use disposable capes i believe which essentially are, uh, you know, 55-gallon um, plastic bags. can liners. Right. <laughs> you cut the slit down the, the center and you use it as a cape and then you throw it away. So one big thing for me automatically right off the top is, is um, 
you're going to have us throw away 80 to 100 of these huge fucking bags every week, you know? Yeah, and that's a a pretty big expense, dude. Right, it is a big expense, but even more than that, that's killing our fucking mother, man. That's killing the planet. That's fucking ruining her. Just three months after telling us we can't use plastic bags in the grocery store. They don't care about that shit. But I just don't get it, man. Like It's all, it seems like a diversion, which, again, is another conversation me and you could have. It's Well, yeah, like, I mean, so what do you think they're doing with it? Well, to be honest I've had, with you, okay, I've, I've, I've been all over this conversation, kid. Like, I believe I mean, that COVID is a very real thing. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that your family member that died is not justified in, in having this disease. And, and right. I'm not For telling sure. anybody we, that. We, we've already established that. Right. But what it, it do happens. you think the government is doing with it? I believe, I believe that our government is, in a way, using something like kind of like destructive capitalism. Oh, for you know? sure. It's the same Definitely. way that, like, uh, myself included, but a lot of people believe that the, the Twin Towers issue was an inside job. Well, yeah, I believe that. I believe that, too. But, you know, a lot of people will have their disagreements, and that's fine. I don't need you all to agree with me. I still love you. But, uh, yeah, I still you know, love you. Yeah, I still love you, Mama. I still love you, baby, whoever, you know, whatever. But um, here's the thing, man. There are too many things that don't make sense. For a person with logic like myself, you know, and I don't claim to be any genius or smart or anything like that, but I have enough logic to think like, okay, if these things are all happening, if Tower 7, for example, crumbles in its own fucking footsteps or in its own footprint yeah, and nothing's around it, that's a detonation. Maybe they have some sort of fucking... It was a controlled demo. Right. For sure. Well, yeah, the way it fell, dude. Like, I mean... There's so many people now that are seeing through that story, dude. The hole like, in the Pentagon wall. Come on, man. Bro, that's, that's bullshit it's for a like, 787 <laughs> plane or a 747 or whatever We're in the day and age of information, man. Nobody right. fucking believes that shit no more. You know what I mean? Right. No, it, but I think our government, you know, to get back on topic with what yeah. you were asking, I believe our government honestly is, they're taking advantage of us for a lot of different ways. One, because... And, and, I'm going to say this, I'll, I'll stay very uh, politically um, unbiased here. Uh, but Good luck. I, right, and, <laughs> and I am not a Trump supporter. Good fucking luck. A waiver luck. here in the beginning, uh, you know, disclosure. I am not a Trump supporter. I don't specifically like the man. I think he's very ignorant. But I believe that he is making these other politicians very uncomfortable. Oh, for sure. He's making them very uncomfortable because he's coming out with things that they don't want people to know, you know? So in that way alone, I believe that that's one thing that they do not want him to get voted in again. Oh, you know? no, for sure. And well, I don't necessarily want him voted in again either. But if he does, I believe we're going to get more disclosure. We're going to get more info on shit that maybe we didn't. So people are going to be mad at that. But I also believe that you know it's everything's going on because they're trying to keep us controlled. Well, yeah, you know? I, I agree. I fucking agree. Um, we're I starting th- to get woken up. Uh, well, I think, yeah, there's definitely in a process going on right now with people being, I was just talking to Chap about it the other day, there's like a uh, mass awakening, yes. you know what I mean, oh, like yeah. a mass conscious awakening, and what's happening is is that these people are starting Excuse to me. see through the bullshit, man, like sure. when it's fucking common sense, like you're, now you're calling me stupid, you right, know what I mean? Right, right, right. And uh, most people don't like to look foolish. Nope. Nope. You know what I mean? And it's like, how many times has the government been caught lying thus far? You know what I mean? Just in the in the, in the the very recent future, hundreds that you could pull up and prove, you know? 
Oh, for sure, for sure, dude. The, the the list is endless, right? Right, right. You know what I mean? Um, so I agree that it's a diversion. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. I I don't know what yet. Me like, neither. I, what what I've been talking to everybody about, man, is is that it feels like almost like that feeling of impending doom. Yes. But not like. I don't. I don't want to say I'm like afraid. You know what I mean? Because I don't feel that way. Like I don't feel the vibe is like a, a frightening vibe. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But at the same time, it's like this shit's building up. Oh, like it's yeah. everything's building up. Yep. So like, yep. I don't know if you've been following any of the posts that I've been posting lately, but it's like every single day, bro. I look online and there's a new fucking article about something going on in space. Oh yeah, every mm-hmm. day. Every single day. It's crazy, and we talked about this before you and I have. Yeah. Yep. Every single day, bro. And it's like, okay, I can understand discoveries. You know what I mean? Sure. But it's like, oh, dude, scientists just created a fifth state of matter. Yes. Exotic yes. matter in space. And it's like, the fuck do you mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Where, yeah, was the study, where was the study on this going before? You inner know what earth I mean? structures. The inner earth structures, yep. dude. Um, 36 uh, oh intelligent. God, yeah, yeah. Where did, how is that all of a sudden just right, so, coming out? Well, you know? So basically, what we have to, what we do have to, dis, like, disclaimer, it is based on numbers. So sure. it's like, sure. so, so they're taking new numbers and they're saying, like, okay, well, we have X amount of, we're estimating this amount of planets or stars in our solar system. Sure. You know what I mean? And then they're saying, okay, well, out of the ones that we do know, this is how many we do know, like say like our odds. Like so we're one intel intelligent civilization, right. quote unquote. Right. <clears throat> and <laughs> yeah, right, how you see it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> so um and and we're one. So like if we're one in a billion, you know what I mean? So like say there's ten trillion fucking stars, you know what I mean? Right. They have then to say, okay, well, dude, there's fucking X amount of right, intelligence right. civilizations. Or whatever. Yeah, right. But I think that's just a smoke screen, dude. It's like, no, we're getting ready to tell you that there are aliens. So many yes. aliens. And that, oh. that we are going to let you know that not only is this space force been happening since the fucking 50s. Like, oh, yeah. Project Blue Book, man. Bro, Project Blue Book, dude. There's so... Operation <sighs> High Jump. Dude, there's so many good ones, dude. Admiral Bird, man. Yeah, that guy. so many good. Did I show you those stamps, bro, that I picked up? Yes. Oh, yes. my God. They're, they're, they're sweet. sick, dude. Yep, yep. So sick. I picked up a, what is it, like his Antarctic map, too. Like his, uh, it's like his big fucking map that I got to get framed now. That's and I got to awesome. find a fucking spot to get it framed. Uh, a- AJ, uh, AC Moore. Yeah, I have, to, I have to check it out. I want a nice one. Nice fucking dope frame for it. Absolutely. Frame the stamps and shit, too. Yeah. But, yeah, in any event, so like now when you reopen the shop, right? Yep. Getting back to the shop, dude. Yep. So when you reopen the shop, now you, what's the what's the consistency like so like do you have to like have to wait like so long in between um customers or yeah yeah it's it's very odd because like i have to do so most of the older guys they're like a 15 minute haircut you know and i have to do 15 minutes in between each one of like cleaning you know, because I got to clean the shop from top to you bottom, clean f- my chair down, clean the station, Damn, sweep. so you got to sanitize the whole place. Yeah, essentially, especially because I have such a small shop, you right. know, it's oh, so it's, enclosed. Yeah, that's true. So I can't really get away with just cleaning my workstation. I got to really clean the whole shop, you know, which 
isn't bad because you know it keeps me more it keeps me more uh, excuse me keeps me more on top of uh my responsibilities there you know and i keep a lot of things cleaned up and i, I stay oh, more right. stocked up yeah, and all that for but sure it's definitely been tough because <coughs> excuse, <coughs> <coughs> excuse me you're Shit. all good bro um it keeps me a little tied up because uh you know I don't really have any time in between to do anything else. I don't really want to take a lunch break because I'm only really able to take maybe 10 or 12 haircuts a day if I'm working a 10. Well, now you got to fucking hustle. Right. Now you got to hustle a lot, bro. Right. So in the morning, I'm doing half uh, half hour appointments for the older fellas that only take 15 minutes. And now you can't take walk-ins? No, no walk-ins right now. Not supposed to do that. That And honestly, I'm kind of sticking to it, I think, afterwards. That's the one thing that I've kind of adjusted to that I like. Well, that's cool, though, dude. Like, (laughs) I mean, if you can book your book your time bro and it's works for you then why not right i'm booked out a couple weeks right now just really just be me walking in right right right. and you know (laughs) i'll always have a spot for you brother you know fucking every time like yo did you you cutting today (laughs) yeah i got spots i got spots for my brothers yeah man Uh, so all right that's cool though so you so you get to basically fill your time like when i showed up today homeboy was filling out a schedule you know what i mean yeah, and that's yep, cool yep. man that's fucking sweet yep tommy said he was coming to see you one of these days uh, what do you say tom said tommy seymour oh uh i think thursday i think tomorrow oh yeah yeah four o'clock yeah yeah we went golfing the other day bro oh and, man uh, i gotta get out dude it was it was so much fun dude i love it it was awesome it was uh mark foss uh joe ski yeah um irv ackerman myself um who am i forgetting Tom, Tom Seymour. Yep, and, and uh, uh, John Vogel. Oh, John Vogel. That's and, right. Um, Shout out to the brothers. Yeah, you for guys sure, are the dude. best. Mark and Foss, you are the yo, champion. Yo, fucking Mark Foss, dude, <laughs> is fucking awesome, dude. That he, guy knows um, his shit, man. One, he knows his shit, dude, but he really embodies the brotherhood. Yes, you know what I mean. Absolutely. And ever since I've met him, man, I was there for his degrees and all that stuff, and. Uh, you he, crushed it those nights, man. Uh, you crushed it. Yeah. I, I was tried, there that I, night. I, I do my best. That but. was my degree night. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. No Me and Mark went w- through together. No way. Was yeah. it really? Yep. Wow. Yep. I didn't, I, I, see, I didn't remember that. <laughs> like, I, I definitely didn't remember that. But I'm glad I was a part of it. Yes, for sir. For sure. Yep. Because, Me and Mark went through together. Sam was the year before us. Because that's when, that's when uh, the, the master bailed. Yes. And I had to do it the day of. Yep. Yep. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I love doing that shit, but <laughs> you know what I mean. It was a lot of fun. But Mark, dude, Mark uh, really does embody the fucking oh, man, the brotherhood aspect yeah, of it, bro. He, he rallies dudes, he does. and it's so fucking cool, dude. It's so I, inspiring. I love it's, seeing it. So inspiring. I love being a part of it when I'm able to. You know, Mark is one of those guys that uh, uh, he he's great for the craft. You know. Um, oh, definitely. We just lost a, a big one for the craft. Oh actually. my god, dude! Rest in peace, uh, Jeffrey yeah. Hoderath. Um, Rest in peace, Jeff. You know, um, a friend of ours, a brother, um, had a heart attack while he was gardening, and yeah, uh, yep passed away and uh rest in peace man he was such <laughs> such a good dude oh yeah this guy was uh, such a, a theater great... actor i believe yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah, sure yeah, yeah. He yeah was he was really something dude he was involved in like the historical societies he was involved in a lot of different things mm. and uh he was one of the custodian of the works too yes like he uh yes. worked on the actual ritual so um yeah yeah dude it's tough big, tough big loss hit. yeah big tough, hit tough loss dude he was you know what i mean such a good dude too but so, like, I mean, now 
that you can only take appointments like yep. what's the, what's the like forecasting like what are they saying like what when are, you, really when are you going much, to man. be allowed to give me a fucking straight razor cut when are you going to be allowed to shave my face well with let me a tell you something straight razor my on shop is straight razor society on the, on the books oh, okay. Yeah, was, <laughs> yeah. okay yeah i was gonna say my shop is straight razor society and uh as of uh as of this coming week you know i i, I love my country I, I would consider myself a patriot in as many ways as possible but uh my government is not going to tell me how to run my fucking business yeah not going to do it yeah, you know, man. Well, you got to do what you got to do, bro. Right, and and you know, I I'm I'm there to give my customers, my clientele, an old school representation, and 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 bring them back into the old school way of getting their hair cut. Most of those guys expect the razor; they're getting it. You know, yeah, fuck yeah, dude, you I know? expect the razor. Shit. Absolutely, and I'm abiding by the other rules. You know, that's one of my favorite parts, rules. dude. I, I can't even front, dude. Like that's like if I like. If I fuck, if I go to any one of your shops, like if I go to yours, Johnny's, or fucking Patsy's, dude, mm-hmm. like I'm going there, and I have full intention of getting a fade, and getting my shit shaved up. Right, I want right. fucking the hot towel. I want, you know what I mean? Like it's That's just part of it. It's just a right. It's a, it's a. I guess it's like treating yourself, dude. Yes. It's like chicks going to get a fucking facial or something. Yep. You know or even I mean? just her hair done. I mean, yeah. a woman will spend, <clears throat> excuse me, five, six hours getting her hair done, colored, highlights, oh, yeah, lowlights, sure. a keratin treatment, all that good stuff, you know? And like I said earlier, it's not so weird for a guy not to want to look like Grizzly Adams anymore. Right. You know? I mean, I happen to look like Grizzly Adams, but, you know, most guys like to be able to look nice and do their hair, get their nails cleaned up have a, a facial keep their skin nice you know yeah oh and, for sure uh, everybody <clears throat> wants to look nice man right right it helps you feel good and I mean, obviously that's people. where i make my money on you know yeah. i make my money on people's vanity so <laughs> yeah for real you, know, you do I, too I, I i love i love my customers shout out to every single one of you you're the best but your vanity is keeping me in business so please keep looking in the mirror yeah like i mean that's you know? for it's everybody, man. Sure. Yeah, it's the same thing for me. Same thing for you. Yep, when you want to get dressed up, it's like, yeah, fuck it. I'm feeling myself, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel myself. Fuck it. Absolutely. Yeah, shit. You need that. You know, right. self care, man. You need self care. Right. So going forward, you're going to basically be doing your thing. You yep. know what I mean? I'm gonna uh, stick with appointments. Right. Stick with appointments. Mm-hmm. Um, the shop hours are the same. Right. So uh, like, pretty what, much. What are, the sh- what are the shop hours right now? So my shop hours were always nine to like six and nine to four on the weekends. I was always off Monday and Wednesday. No doubt. Yeah. But um I'm switching it up a little bit. I'm um getting it to the point where I think I'm gonna go in at eight now instead of nine. And I'm gonna leave at five. And then on the weekends I'm gonna go in at eight and leave at five. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, so I'll get an extra hour in the end of the day, but I'll be working earlier because most of my customers want the older guys want to come in in the morning. Right. So I could get more half-hour appointments in instead of at the end of the day where I can only get one or two-hour appointments in. Right. You know. Yeah, so you're, you're making up for it. Yeah, yeah. For and, sure. Uh, it, it's actually working out great, man, uh, because now I'm booked out a couple weeks. I don't have to worry about it. So by the time I finish with these guys, I'll get a lot of new guys, you know, uh, popping up for the, the following three weeks. So it'll be pretty... Uh, kind of consistent reciprocal you know uh, i'll be having them booking as soon as they're finished up with their haircut so that's dope dude that's pretty cool so 
I mean, so moving forward, it's it's looking good for the most part. Yes, it's yes. It's looking good. Everything is still... Um, Thankfully. Yeah, that's good, bro. I'm I'm stoked for that shit, for sure. Because, like, I was worried about a lot of you guys. You know what I mean? I was worried I about... I You know, I was worried about fucking the COVID, man. You know it was what I mean? tough. It was tough, man. Weather in the storm, bro. <laughs> yeah. Staying the course, really. Only having a shop for a year and a little bit. I was, Dude, uh, that's the fucking worst. Huh. That's like, yo, man. just catching up. I just finished paying, you know? I know, right? I just pay off my shop. Here you go. Eat a dick. (laughs) You (laughs) know what I mean? I'll tell you what. If I was still paying, I wouldn't have never made it. I wouldn't. But, so you know, so something good came out out of it, you know? No doubt, man. So so check it out. Like I uh, had seen today, you had posted. I don't know the exact post, but today was the, what, the one-year anniversary? Yes. Of the the (laughs) passing of your grandfather. Yes, yeah. Um, so, Rest in peace, Bob. Right, and you also said that he was a very driving force in your life. So, oh, like, man. so one of the biggest. So, tell me about him. Like, who was he? Who was who was this guy? Well, um, you know, take it back to where he started. He started out in um, Plattsburgh, New York, uh, surrounding areas. He actually grew up on a mountain in the woods, out that way. Plattsburgh, Peru, Keysville, uh, Osable Forks, or right. Osable Forks, whatever you want to call it there. Um, I think it's awesome. Yeah, it's every time like I that. say it's awesome, it's like, nah, you're wrong. It's something like that, you know. But yeah. um, yeah, my grandfather grew up out there. No electricity, no television, nothing like that. Um, they used uh, cow flops, you know, cow cow shit, dried cow shit as baseball bases, and rolled up old rags as baseballs. No way. I swear to God, man. My great grandfather, my my grandpa Joe, who who I'm talking about, his father was a lumberjack. And he chopped down 100 trees a day with a double-edged axe. And then my great-grandmother, who only had seven and a half fingers, we called her Little Grandma. She was like 4'10", 4'11". She was a little woman, but, man, she was fierce, you know? No shit. <clears throat> yeah, very sweet. And uh, she lost her fingers in a mixer when, oh, she, was no. a, yeah, when she was younger. Damn. Yep, yep. But uh, she shuck and limbed all the trees that my great-grandfather would chop down every day. No shit. Yeah, and then my grandpa, my dude. Pop, everybody was built different back then. Oh, way different. We would have never, you know, that's something. And Fuck, this is, dude. you're going back. So before my grandfather was born, <clears throat> excuse me, we're talking the early 30s. You know, before my grandpa was born. So 1931, 32, 33. My great grandparents were chopping down trees in the middle of Plattsburgh in the woods on a mountain. My great-grandpa would chop the trees down. My grandma would shuck them. And then when my, great, my grandparents and my great-uncles and aunts came along, they would pull all the, the, <clears throat> the logs out to, to market. No shit. Every day. That's fucking Seven days insane, a week, bro. man. I, maybe six, but I believe seven. Either way. Right. Either so my grandfather way, wasn't Holy the shit. oldest, wasn't the youngest. He was just in the middle. And at eight years old, he got farmed out. He got sent to a farm 110 miles away from his home with a guy named John Ryan. No shit. Eight years old. And they sent him to a farm, man. And, uh, you know, they made him sleep in the barn. (coughs) No way. Yeah. Why? (coughs) Excuse me. That's just the way it was. They they had him sleeping in the barn um, because, you know, he was a stranger to them, but he was like a worker. So at eight years old, his parents sent him there to work to make money to be sent home so that the family could eat. Wow. In exchange, my grandpa would live there. He would learn how to work on the farm, and he would eat for free, you know? No shit. 
So they made them sleep in this barn, you know, half an acre to an acre away from the actual farmhouse, which where the, the grown-ups lived. Eight years old. Damn, In bro. the middle of the 30s. Or actually, at that point, it was the early 40s. So, like, 43, 44, my grandfather was sleeping in a barn. Fucking, you know, so he told me that night after that first night, you know, he was so scared that he never feared anything again. No, yeah, I'm sure. Never. I'm sure you're sleeping in a fucking barn, dude, an acre away from anyone. Right, and at eight years old. What the you fuck, know, dude? You have no, no idea what's going on. The moonlight is that's the only like, thing. My my daughter's eight, dude, and that's like I can only imagine like the mentality. <clears throat> like obviously it's probably different back then. Right, right. But at the same time, it's like holy shit, dude! Like you're fucking. This kid is so innocent. It's a it's a baby. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? that's a baby. You what know? the fuck? You know. But back then, you know, that's what happened, and they sent him there. He worked for two years till he was ten years old. And then he came back, and and the guy John Ryan that owned the farm, um, you know, my grandpa grandfather told me a story from when he was there. He goes, uh, this guy John, the farmer told him get in the truck, and drive that truck into the barn. And my grandfather, eight nine years old, said, I don't know how to drive, and he shouted at him. He said, Get your ass in that truck and drive that into the barn like I told you. No shit. You know, again, this is in the forties. He's a, a hired servant essentially. Yeah, you know? yeah, indentured hired, servant. Right, yeah. right. <clears throat> so. My grandpa jumps in at eight, nine years old, has no clue how to drive it. It was like a three on the tree or a four, four on the floor standard shift, you know? Yeah, of course it was back then. Right. And, For sure. uh, you know, old farm truck. So my grandpa jumps in, slams on it and drives it right through the barn door. No way. Yeah. Eight, nine years old. I mean, what can you do? My grandpa jumps out terrified, thinks this guy's going to bury him in the farm, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, look how you've been treated thus far. Right. Oh, this is it. The old farmer <laughs>, laughs. He goes, ha ha. See, I told you you could drive that truck. Wow. Laughed at him. Yeah, he goes, I told you you could drive that truck, kid. Now, from now on, you listen to me. Yeah. You know, so my grandpa got a lot of uh, <clears throat> hard-earned knowledge there. You know? Oh, I'm sure. Sent back home. And then when he was uh, 13, they moved down to Troy from Plattsburgh. They drove a rubber-wheeled Ford. A rubber-wheeled Ford. Yeah, a 32 32- Something coupe, maybe thirty six coupe, something well, Ford, like that. Ford didn't come out too soon before that, right? Uh, yeah, it was only like <clears throat> the late, the late. Uh, I think it was nineteen or twenty. Wow, no shit. So it's still like, like I said, that's still brand yeah. new, dude. It's oh only yeah, a couple. No, maybe it was years. late twenty eight, twenty nine, because I know there's like a Model A that's like twenty, twenty seven, twenty eight, oh, twenty nine. Yeah, you're probably right. So yeah. late twenties. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, you're right. Because the Model T was when thirties. No shit. Yeah. All right, so no doubt, dude. That's cool. So so what happened now? So we drove down to Troy, him and his family. <clears throat> they got a house that had running water. First house they'd ever been in with running water. So he, uh, you know, he flushes the toilet, and uh, they, they realize that it keeps coming back. So for, like, the first week, they're flushing the toilet like lunatics. Mom, mom, keeps coming back. We got more water, you know. They were, they were so excited. <clears throat> They had never seen anything like that before. So, oh, shit. Yeah, that was real cool, you know, for him to tell me stories like that because... Well, yeah. <clears throat> dude, like, those days were so different. Oh, yeah. Those Just days were crazy. so different, bro. Like, to, to like... <clears throat> see, like, me and my father were never on good terms. So, it sure. was, like, you know, fucking weird because I never got to, like, hear that shit. Like, my grandfather, sure, on my mother's side. Yeah, mine and my gr- my dad, n- neither. It was yeah. That's my mom's dad that I'm talking about. Right, right, yeah. yeah. It's always it's always weird. Nah, it you is. know what I mean? Yeah. Yep, yep. 
But uh, yeah, just a little closer. If you sure. Can. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. So like, I mean, so going from there. So like, what? So what happened next? Like, where did he? So he now he's he's the servant, right? So he's coming up on this farm. How long was he there? He was there two years, eight years old to ten years old. So approximately, he was born in the beginning of thirty-seven. So now, was he sending money home or like? Yeah, the uh, the the farmer was sending money home uh, to his family because he was working for that was the exchange, right. you know. And uh, he would eat food there for free, obviously, and they would provide shelter for him, which shelter was really only just the barn. Yeah, whatever. Know? They just had to give you something out of right. the elements. Right, right. He wasn't sleeping in, in their house Damn, with them. Two years, bro. I had to spend the winter in a barn. I couldn't. My God. I couldn't, man. Ugh. You know? And then, so, <clears throat> he's like 12 years old, 13 years old. He moves down to Troy. He, uh, with family? Or? Yeah, with his whole family. Yep. Okay. His brothers, his sisters, his mother, his father. Drive down in a rubber-wheeled Ford down to Troy. <clears throat> uh, he starts working as uh, doing a paper route. <clears throat> Him and his brother, Tony, I believe it was Tony, they, uh, they'd come home every weekend uh, with 25 cents after the whole week of working. What the fuck? 25 dude. cents for the paper route. Oh my now, God. once in a while, they uh, they get in a little extra. And they always turned it in because that was what they did. The family needed the money. Yeah, for you know? sure. <clears throat> it was the right thing to do. Sure. So, he uh, <clears throat> he turned it in and uh, he got an extra five cents. So, him and Uncle Tony went and stopped by the donut shop. They walked by every day on the way home. The bakery, you know. And uh, they got like six donuts or whatever. Powdered donuts with the jelly in the middle. No shit. Yeah, so they ate them on the way home. <clears throat> threw the shit away. Go into uh, their home. Hand my great-grandpa the 25 cents. Oh, that's good, boys. You had a good week, huh? Yeah, Dad. Did you get any extra this week? No, Dad. You slapped nah. the shit out of him. Oh, shit. The donut guy Don't told lie him. to me. The Don't bakery. Lie to me. The baker told him. <laughs> so? So he asked again, you know, uh. Did you get any extra this week? No, Dad, we didn't get no extra. So he slapped the shit out of him again, you know? So finally, he asked him one last time, I know you got extra money. What happened to it? We didn't get no extra, Dad. So he slapped him again. He said, you dumb bastards, you got the powder on your face and shirt. No way. If you're going to fucking get extra money and <laughs> buy donuts with it and not bring back the rest for your family... At yeah. least make sure to clean your face off, you stupid fucks. Yeah, you know? what is the matter with you? That's y'all do that's childish shit. Yeah, we like all, ten we've and, all ten done. and thirteen years old, you know. We've all done shit like that. Yeah, you know man. What I mean? Stupid like, shit. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? The oh, dumbest. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. then in hindsight it's like fuck, that was super fucking dumb. So, all right, funny. so fast forward, you know what I mean? So yep. now um at what point, like, so he obviously passed away last year. You know what I mean? Um, yep, how old ago. was he? 82. 82 years old. And, I mean, that's, I'm sure he's got, so, like, such a longer story. You know what I mean? But Crazy. Um, like, just hearing that, dude, from the age of 8 to 10 is yep. fucking absurd. You yep. know what I mean? So what did, what, what did he mean to you? And well, how did he inspire you to do what? you've been doing and how you've lived your life well my pop used to always say uh he he had like a statement or a saying that he always used to quote and it i I have it tattooed on me it's uh what's too hard for everyone else is just right for me right you know 
And it was always like, no matter what anyone else tells you, you can or can't do, just do it. Just do it. I grew up in a fucking barn away from my family. Nobody to talk to, no television, no fucking cell phone, no electricity. Nothing. Just beating dick. Promise and nothing. <laughs> yeah. Right, with the promise and yeah. nothing. With the promise and nothing, you know? Yeah. And, like, look what I got now. So, I mean, the guy had his hand in everything as far as construction goes locally. He was part of the egg concrete pour, the twin bridges. So sick. Yeah, the, um, the, the Marvin Library at Hudson Valley. Tons of stuff. The South Mall in Albany. The whole thing, yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yep, <clears throat> yep. Yeah, so yeah, you were saying that. Too. Very influential. He meant a ton to me, man. He uh, he taught me work ethic first of all. You know, that that's an unstoppable force. Yeah. I mean, the guy used to work 108 hours a week. Oh my God! Right, 108 hours a week in construction. That's yeah. two and a half weeks in one week. That's fucking that's nuts. That's fucking nuts, man. And nuts. you know, 16 hour days every day. He came home for Thanksgiving, ate the meal, and then went back to work. Dudes, dudes aren't built like that anymore. No man. sir, no sir. Guys 20 years older than him would call him Papa Joe. Because uh, he yeah. was just an old man, you know. He knew yeah, how to do sure. it. And he was fucking tearing it down. Right, right. Yeah. He uh, he taught me a lot about um, self-control, you know. Yeah. That was one thing I, I really can attribute to him. And I still have a lot to learn. You know, oh, I got a lot to learn about self-control. Still young, bro. <clears throat> yeah, I'm we're a hothead still, sometimes. We're still young in the process. I'm a, I definitely have some things to go through. Um, you know, thus far I've been through a lot, but there's still a lot to go through as, as we all know, but he, he, you know, when he left me, he left me with a lot of knowledge on, on people. Yeah. Something I could really take from him was that, you know, people are always going to remember the bad, no matter how much good you do, they're going to remember the bad in you. So just do good. You know, and then when they remember the bad, just keep on doing good and you won't have to worry about that. No, for <clears> sure, dude. Yeah. And that's what I mean is, is basically saying fuck other people's opinions. You know what I mean? Right. Who really matters but your family, you know? Who? Right. Exactly. <laughs> and, and your if friends. If your friends and your family are taken care of, dude, who the fuck cares? You know what I mean? Like, it's straight up. Who cares? Cheers. You know, and that's what it is. And that's great <clears throat> advice. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So no doubt, man. That's fucking huge, man. So he was super important. He was super integral to your development. And um, that's awesome, man. So if you don't mind me asking, uh, just how old was he when he passed? 82. 82? Yep. He passed. Um, he had some issues the last probably about four or five years. But he was holding on strong, you know? He was definitely going through some shit, but he was holding on strong. And then the last about year or so, it was real bad. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and the thing is, like, he was still very coherent all the way up to, you know, last day or whatever, but I won't get into that kind of shit. He's, he was a great man. Uh, those last days didn't represent who he was. Yeah, you know? poor, yeah it never no, does, none man. None of that. It never does, bro. It never fucking does. He left an imprint on so many people um, and, and just never be forgotten. You know yeah. what I mean? He'll never be forgotten. He, he left a, a great impact on me. My son is named after him. That's awesome. Right, I'm named after him. You know, um, and uh, he's got a legacy, bro. That's he's right. He's got a fucking legacy. That's right. He's got 18, 19 grandchildren. And he's not gone, dude. No. He's just nope. another dimension. That's right. Somewhere in the universe. Collective bro. soul, baby. That's what I'm saying. Collective soul. He's, you know, he's in a, he's, in, he's somewhere, mm-hmm. you know. Well, look, man, Joe, it was fucking super duper fucking awesome having you on, bro. Absolutely. Uh, we've been in for an hour and a half now. <laughs> It's getting kind of late, so we're probably going to start wrapping it up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
tell everybody straight razor society yes <clears throat> yes straight razor society uh uh at straight razor society 518 on instagram you can also uh, look me up personally at the barber underscore grim um hit me up for appointments uh dm for if you want to how do do some special you? haircuts. Uh, my my phone number is 518-321-6607. You can email me at josephkinney1989 at gmail.com. You can pop into the shop, knock on the door. If I have a customer with the current COVID situation, we only want one people. Or, yeah, one people. Yeah, I'm sorry, one, one person at a time. That's right. Um, I accept all people, all walks of life, LGBTQ community, plus um, you know, black, white, Chinese, uh, Indonesian. I don't care where you're from. I don't <laughs> care if you're your homeless. Heart. Come get your haircut. I love you. Blue, red, green. <laughs> I don't. I, all all of the colors on the political spectrum. Come get your haircut. I love you. I won't judge you. I just want you to feel comfortable and feel normal. So yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Sweet. Definitely <laughs> check out Straight Razor Society, guys. You have to check it out. But great spot. You can find them on Facebook too. Straight Razor Society. Yes, sir. Um. um <clears throat> couple more real quick couple more shameless plugs for other friends um if you're looking to buy or sell a house call venture realty solutions the premier full service real estate brokerage happy to help you with every phase of the process uh also a shout out to clean environmental solutions an up-and-coming local business that provides solutions for mold remediation environmental testing and debris removal get out support local business support local artists support local musicians support everything local um get out there and make a fucking difference um, yes, yes. Join us on the next episode of Nonsensical Knowledge. Be sure to stop by our YouTube page at Nonsensical Knowledge and click like and subscribe and share in no particular order. Also, visit our Facebook page at Nonsensical Knowledge for more updates, contents, and promotions. For everybody listening, until next time, Joe. Edwin, thank you so much, Yo, man. Thank Had a you, great brother. time. It was a blast, bro. Thank Listeners, you. I love you. You're the best. I love you too, brother. Take Peace. care. Thank you. <laughs>